Good morning, everyone. It's good to see everyone here this morning. Um, I'm surprised. It's summer is almost over. It's the last weekend of the summer. Uh, I'm sure parents are excited for the kids to go back to school. I know I'm excited. Um, I'm very excited for them to go back to school, to be honest. But uh, it's, it just changes season, right? It makes you kind of feel like God is changing the seasons, that he does that for a reason. He does that to show us that he, his creation that he has for us. And you know when it gets colder, it's time to change and time to move on and through the things that we're experiencing, even as a church and as a community. Um, as we come here this morning, I want to encourage us to, to think about what it looks like how we rest in God. And one of the most commonly neglected areas of our overhealth is rest. Okay? Rest is essential to good health. And while it won't provide immunity, you know, from illness, illnesses or even sickness, it, it doesn't necessarily, it slows it down a little bit. But we need to rest. Do you guys need rest this morning? Yeah? You know, medical science even agrees that those who have adequate rest are more likely not to get sick. Do you guys know that? Yeah, compared to those who, who burn the midnight oil. Who stays up late at night? Like three o'clock in the morning, you know, just kind of like doing nothing, watching, binging on Netflix or reading or chatting or on, you know, on those chats, things like that. You know, there was a man who complained to a doctor once and he felt burnt out. He didn't know why. So the doctor couldn't find anything medically wrong with this man. And he asked the man to write down what he might be struggling with, to, with his tiredness, his restlessness. So after listing five things, the doctor took the list, he studied it, and after a few moments wrote out his prescription. He said, don't do these five things. You know, if modern medicine could bottle rest or put it in a pill form, it would be the hottest, most profitable drug on the market today. We can reap the benefits of rest and have a much healthier life style that we have today. We can actually slow down and take time that is needed to rest. I just want to give you guys like a couple benefits of rest this morning. Um, the first thing that we see here is that it improves our memory and cognitive skills. You know, improved memory and cognitive skills is just one of the many benefits of rest. But as we have a lack of proper rest can lead to a lack of concentration. Do you guys feel that sometimes when you're tired, you can't focus, you're just like all over the place? You know, even when our minds shut down, they don't shut down at night. We, we think about it constantly at night, too, as well. We sleep on it. We dream about it. We're constantly thinking. You know, sleep helps us maintain a healthy lifestyle. Adequate sleep and rest releases the human body hormones that control our appetite, the things that we like to eat. But also, when we're asleep, we're not shoving food in our faces. When we're overly tired, we don't have energy to exercise or cook healthy meals. 
you know, things are coming back to normal as kids go to school, as we go back to our normal routines. You know, we're rushing to cook dinner and stuff like that. And sometimes we're like, oh, we just put this in the microwave and let's eat it. And is that necessarily something healthy? Rest is important. Rest also reduces stress and increases good heart health. Being well-rested reduces a person's stress level, improving our heart health. Rest brings a person's blood sugar, blood pressure under control, and it significantly reduces heart-related issues. Did you know that the lack of proper rest seriously ups in our stress levels, makes a person more susceptible to heart attacks and heart problems? Rest reduces our emotional heaviness, our stress. Lack of proper rest brings a greater chance of these three Ds. I want to teach you guys three Ds of emotional heaviness. It's despair, emotional despair, discouragement, disappointment, disillusionment, distress, all these Ds, even depression. Getting enough sleep helps decrease these wild mood swings that we have sometimes. That results in overall anxiety and worry. Rest reduces pain. You know, when you're having surgery or something and the nurse tells you, gives you these drugs to make you feel comfortable and put you to sleep and rest, it helps reduce that pain. You know, chronic and acute pain is lessened when someone gets adequate rest and gets enough sleep. Studies have shown that a relation between lack of sleep and lowering a person's threshold of pain. And while being in pain makes it harder to get proper rest, research has found that getting a good night's sleep can be an effective pain supplement. Did you guys know that? It's quite amazing. Now, all these studies that I just read to you this morning have concluded that people need to take a break. We need to take a break. We need to take rest every week from our hectic schedules. We could finish here this morning and go home and get some rest, and that's it. I can send you guys home. We're done today, this morning. That's it. Rest. But God has something else to say about this. God said way back in the very beginning, it is known as Sabbath. Okay. Because Sabbath, because there's so much that we go through on a weekly basis, we always constantly need to catch up. We find ourselves caught up in this kind of cycle where we feel like we need to constantly rest and have Sabbath. You know, we live in a 24-7 culture with cell phones. Do we all have cell phones here this morning? I'm sure we do. I'm sure we're using it right now. We have internet to help us stay connected, to stay accessible. But even our new inventions, our time-saving tools, our shortcuts, our quick-fix solutions will always be in a hurry and running out of time. And so we push ourselves harder and harder and harder, squeezing every single second out of our work, out of our play, out of our family time. And yet with these so-called efficiencies that we see in our world, we seem to have less time even before. 
At the end of the day, we feel like, oh, what's happening? I don't have time. We're tired. We're exhausted. You know, burnout, burnout has become a major problem in our society. We find ourselves bringing work home only to add work that's already waiting for us. And when we wake up the next morning, we're just as tired as when we went to bed. Do you feel like that sometimes? I do. I'm tired around 9 o'clock. I don't know if it's an age thing, but hey, I don't know. You know, to overcome this feeling of tiredness, we pop vitamins in our mouths. We take herbal medicine. We drink lots of coffee. Do you guys have a sip of coffee this morning? Yeah, me too. We drink high-powered energy drinks. We do anything and everything to get a boost to see us throughout the day. It's been said that our hectic lifestyles is nothing more than an anesthesia to numb the pain of an empty life. What are we trying to numb? If we don't want to fall apart, then we take time to come apart from all the stress things of our lives. We need rest. And God caused this by saying Sabbath. God established Sabbath because he knows our needs. He knows important of our rest, our worship. He created Sabbath to be a delight, it's to be enjoyed. Sabbath in his word of grace for those who are driven and who are constantly harassed by stress and anxiety. That's why we're here. The problem is that what God intended to be a blessing for us, humanity, we have corrupted it. What God has designed to liberate, humanity has limited it. We changed it. The Sabbath was for the health, for the healing of our bodies, our soul, our spirit. Sabbath has its beginnings at creation. And I want to share with you this morning how that looks like and how do we experience God in the Sabbath. In Genesis chapter 2, verse 2 to 3, God created the universe in the first six days and took the seventh day off. He says, by the seventh day, God had finished the work and he had been doing. So on the seventh day, he rested from all the work and God blessed the seventh day and made it holy. So we see here in the very beginning, God established a, a sacred day of rest for every week. In this scene, when God made the Sabbath part of the top 10 commandments, right? That's important. And we see this in Exodus 20, where he says, For the sixth day the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea, and all is in them, and rested on the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed Sabbath day and hallowed it. You know, the word Sabbath comes from the Hebrew word intermission, or break, as well as it means to cease, to decease, or not to die, but to rest. 
The word hallowed that we see here means that God set this day apart from all the other days. But what we need to understand is that God didn't institute Sabbath because he was tired or overworked. You know, God doesn't get tired. God didn't rest because he was tired. He rested because he was finished and he was satisfied. You know, the Apostle Paul said that the Sabbath was meant as a shadow of what was to come. The shadow was Jesus and the work that he finished for our redemption on the cross. And it was in his finished work that we can now rest. And we see this in Colossians 2, 16. It says, let no one judge you in the food or in drink or regarding a festival or a new moon or Sabbath, which are a shadow of the things to come, but the substance of Christ. You know, when Jesus worked for our salvation was finished on the cross. These are the very words that he used. It is finished. Jesus was pointing to the finished work of our redemption with God. Isn't that amazing? God instituted this day of rest out of his love for us. God established this day because he knew we needed a stop what we're doing kind of day. God created us and he, he knows us better than we know ourselves and he knows what's best for us so that we can operate effectively in this world. But as important as rest is, this is not the only reason God gave us Sabbath. The other reason is brought, if you guys remember, in the book of Deuteronomy, where God reiterates the Ten Commandments. But when he comes to the Sabbath, he expands his meaning even more. He says this in Deuteronomy 5, he says, And remember that you were a slave in the land of Egypt, and the Lord your God brought you out of from there by a mighty hand, by an outstretched arm, therefore the Lord your God commanded you to keep the Sabbath day. You know, the Lord gives us Sabbath not only because we need rest, but also so that we can take this day and worship God. And to find that ultimate rest. And that's why we're all here this morning, worshiping God. Remember what Jesus said in Matthew 11. He says, come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart. You will find rest in the souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. You know, there are three forms of exhaustions that we experience in which Jesus gives us rest. Somehow, there's this physical rest that we need. As we get older, we need rest, right? Uh, I find that, and I'm sure there's a lot of us who are older than me. <laughs> but uh, we, we, we find rest, right? Especially when we are tired throughout the day. 
But somehow what has happened in today's society is that we've got confused with rest with laziness. Okay. We're a society that always has to be doing something and something anywhere. And we, so we do this to measure with how much we've done. And this whole idea of Sabbath is considered an outdated model for work efficiency. But nothing can be further from the truth. The Sabbath taking is needed rest that actually brings health to the work that we do. So rest is important to the work that we do because it keeps us from overcommitting, overextending ourselves, living, leaving us physically tired, exhausted, and even fatigued. And Jesus reveals how important physical rest is to his ministry. He says this in Mark chapter 6. He says, because so many people were coming and going, they did not even have a chance to eat. He said to them, come to me with, by yourselves to a quiet place and get some rest. You know, we see the need for physical rest here, where Jesus, he needed rest. We also see another example of this in Psalm 127, where, where King David wrote this psalm. He says, it is useless for you to work so hard from early morning until late at night, anxiously working for food to eat, for God gives rest to his loved ones. You know, to enter rest or Sabbath rest means to cease from one's work as God created from his work. But resting doesn't mean we don't labor. You know, to God's people, to all of us here, retirement means to retire because it means to change tires in order to continue the race set before us. So you're retired. You're changing your tire so you can reset before us. You guys get it? No? Okay, I got to work on that. <laughs> Jesus said in John 5, he says this. He says, my father has been working until now, and I have been working. And he also says, I must work the work of him who sent me while it is day. The night is coming when no one can work. And so this isn't something done independently from Jesus. We see this in Jesus calling us to come to him and upon our shoulders carrying his yoke. You know, the illustration of the yoke is it's a pretty familiar passage. It talks about agriculture. It was what the farmer put on two oxen in order to plow the field. So the farmer would put one half of the yoke on the older and more experienced ox and the other half on the younger, less experienced ox. What would happen is the more mature ox would carry more of that load and in the process help the younger one learn in what he's supposed to do. And as we take upon Jesus' yoke and work, not in our own strength, but rather we can work resting in the strength of Jesus. You know, physical exhaustion can lead us down to emotional disaster. 
And that's the second thing that we see here that Jesus gives us rest, emotional rest. Remember the deeds that I mentioned, despair, discouragement, depression, disappointment, emotional rest. You know, when we lack stability in our lives because of our lack of rest, our emotions go all over the place. There's one time when I was sleep deprived, when I was doing a paper in Canadian Bible College way back, I stayed up all night and the next morning I, I woke up and I was all of a sudden moody and just cranky. My emotions were everywhere and I heard back home something happened and my emotions were worried about things were happening at home. All these emotions were so overwhelming that I lost the stability. It made me worry about things. That's what we do. Not only do we find ourselves worrying about what we're worrying about and what we're worrying about, but also we worry about what we're not worrying about, if that makes sense, right? Jesus said it like this in Matthew 6. It says, therefore, do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. We only have a limited amount of emotional strength, but when it gets stretched to the point of breaking due to our hectic lifestyle and work, something is going to break, you're going to snap. It's emotional stress that wears us down, and our emotions need a Sabbath rest. And that's why we have a, a week, a day, to spend time with God and rest. Here's another rest that he gives us, spiritual rest. If rest is important for our physical, our emotional, our spiritual is important as well. You know, the weight of sin and the struggle to overcome holds us. It holds our lives and leads us to this spiritual exhaustion. You know, when, you, when we commit a, a sinful act or when we do something that's not glorifying to God, there's this heavy burden. The weight of sin, the spiritual exhaustion. And there's this weariness of the spirit when we try to live our lives in our own strength, our own energy. But when the Pharisees, if you remember, complained that the disciples broke Sabbath, remember that they were gathering grain of wheat to have something to eat. So Jesus said this to them. He says in Mark, he says, the Sabbath was made for man and not man for the Sabbath. But Jesus didn't leave it there. He continues on, and we see this in Matthew. He says, if you had known what is this means, I desire mercy and not sacrifice, you would not have condemned the guiltless. Jesus is the Lord of the Sabbath. He's the reason why we have it. And he gives us rest from the pain and the suffering that comes from sin, the heaviness of that. We have been given rest because of Christ. We no longer need to live our lives in this bondage of sin, this death, this heaviness, because we have been set free. And beyond that, because of rest, Jesus gives 
we no longer need to search for life's meaning. He gives us that meaning. He gives us that purpose. We no longer need to look at certain philosophies and things like that or ideas or because we now have this living, loving relationship, the author of our lives, Jesus Christ. If we can recall one day Jesus, if you remember the story with Mary and Martha, Jesus went over Martha and Mary's house for a little bite to eat. Martha was busy trying to serve Jesus and disciples. But Mary rested, sitting at Jesus' feet in everything he had to say. Martha complained and asked Jesus to tell her to stop helping out. But Jesus said that Mary has chosen the best, which was rest. And we see this in Luke. He says, if you're worried, upset about many things, but few things are needed, Mary chose what was better, and it was not taken away from her. God knows our, our need. He knows our peace. And so he gives us this commandment to take a day, not only to rest in him, but to worship him as well. But as in all things, we can mess up the blessing God gives us. What's interesting but not surprising is that Sabbath was perverted even before God could make it into a commandment. So on their way to receive the Ten Commandments, God gave them the principle of Sabbath. He says this, I don't have this here, but in Exodus 16, it says, this is what the Lord has said. Tomorrow is a Sabbath rest, a holy Sabbath to the Lord. Bake what you will bake today and boil what you will boil and lay up yourself all that remains to be kept until morning. God told them to gather enough manna for two days so that they wouldn't have to work on this holy day. And God promised he wouldn't allow manna to spoil, to get bad. But this wasn't the only time Israel misunderstood Sabbath. Later, they reduced Sabbath to a form with no meaning at all. And God got upset. And we see this in Isaiah. He says, bring no more futile sacrifices. Incense in it is an abomination to me. The new moons, the Sabbath, and the calling of the assemblies. I cannot endure this. He's upset. But God says that he would delight himself in those who don't dilute the Sabbath. So we dilute this stuff. We think Sabbath is something else. And this is what happened to Israel. You know, if we fail to keep the Sabbath, failure to take a day of rest, it all boils down to our faith. And that's what happened to Israel. It all boils down to Israel's lack of faith, that God could and would not provide. This is why they went out to gather the manna and why they kept the Sabbath. They didn't keep the Sabbath. They simply didn't believe that God would supply. You know, in our lives, when we feel like we need to do something, we need to gather resources and things like that on a day where we should be resting, what does that say about us? Our lack of faith. Rest in God 
begins with having faith. Mainly because, you know, people have a hard time letting go and letting God do his work. And while there's a cute phrase that says, let go and let God, but when it comes to faith and God's rest, it might be better to say, let God and let go. Isn't that true? While keeping the Sabbath is a command that we see, it's a principle, it's an important principle behind the command that needs exploring and kept as well. So what is the principle of Sabbath pointing to? Why are we here? You know, in our culture, we, we coined the word burnout or workaholic. This is important, yes. While the Sabbath is a commandment, the principle in the Sabbath are to be kept. We need time on a weekly basis to restore, to refresh our physical, our mental, our emotional, and our spiritual. Are we taking that time to rest? Especially spiritual. And so we need to set some time apart to restore and refresh us through our spiritual time with God, our instruction of God's word, our worship together. We need to take time from both work, play, to renew our soul, our spirit. This is the heart of Sabbath rest. If we neglect Sabbath, it's to our own demise. Because worship is God's design. He created us to worship him, to recharge our batteries through this worship. What happens when we neglect Sabbath? is that we try to recharge ourselves through other means, only to end up depleting our spiritual batteries. In the Old Testament, specifically a seventh day of Sabbath, but in the New Testament, this becomes a principle, not a, a legalistic requirement. So in the New Testament, the church didn't meet on the seventh day, instead they met on the first day of the week because that was the day Jesus rose from the dead. But as far as which day we are kept to keep the Sabbath, it's up to you. We, we take Sunday, we come here. My Sabbath is on Monday, right? Because I'm here speaking to you this morning. I take Sabbath seriously because it's not my time to clean up the house or anything that it's my time to spend with God and to rest, to be spiritually recharged or else I'll burn out. This offer of rest is through our faith. It is a resting from our work to earn or to gain favor when it comes to faith in Jesus Christ and his finished work upon the cross. And it is the rest that we have from our attempts to be worthy because only Jesus is worthy. And it is his worthiness that we can enter this ultimate rest. Let me encourage our time together, and as I read this last passage in Hebrews, 
It says, therefore, since a promise remains of entering his rest, let us fear less of any you seem to have come short of it. For indeed, the gospel was preached to us as well as to them. But the word which they heard did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in those who heard it. It all comes to a matter of faith. Will you trust him? Will you believe him? Will you have this eternal rest in him? Will we take this opportunity to rest throughout this week? I know this is Labor Day weekend, and they gave us a holiday because we've been working really hard, right? So why not take that time to rest? Spend time in Sabbath today as you are here worshiping God together as a body of Christ. How does that rest? Do you need physical rest, emotional rest, spiritual rest this morning? Ask God, he freely gives that to you. So let me close in a word of prayer as we reflect upon that this morning, this Sabbath rest, rest this morning.